Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Wow, just as predicted, the microphone is here again. As usual. Because, once again, this is American Brews and Tunes. Yeah! This is episode, a sweet 16! Oh man, it's our sweet 16! Are we gonna get a limo? No, but do you remember that MTV show? <laughs> no. It was like my super sweet 16? No, I never had cable when I was a youngin'. But I never watched MTV... Well, it was all these uh, rich people turning 16 <laughs> and their parents bought them. I don't know. They always got cars and they had these huge parties and they would throw a hissy fit when something went wrong. And they were like, I didn't get my yellow Power Ranger man. No. Like, like they, were, <laughs> they weren't little kids. They were 16 year olds. Like, I didn't get the red convertible like I wanted. My birthday cake's Why not right. did you only get me a Mustang? I wanted a Ferrari. Why is the band not playing Backstreet Boys? I kind of like. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you so much for joining us on this very special 16th edition of American Brews and Tunes. Yes, happy 16th birthday to our podcast. Yes, happy birthday podcast. My name is Steve... And Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. <laughs> Anywho, uh, for those of you uh, who have been listening in, you already know the songs that we've listened to, or the albums, albums we've the been albums listening to. to yep. Um... For those of you who haven't, here's a recap. This past two weeks, uh, Jesse has recommended for me to listen to an album by Frightened Rabbit. Yes, not and Frightened Rabbits, as I know, you've been calling them I've the been calling them Frightened Rabbits weeks. because obviously there's more than just one of them, but who there's, knows? There's more than one uh, Frightened Rabbit in the entire world. Yeah, so but I guess they want to be singular, so Frightened Rabbit, and the album is called A Winter of Mixed Drinks. Is yes. it A Winter or The Winter? I think it's The Winter of The Mixed Winter Drinks. of Mixed Drinks. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is straying off of the American Brews and Tunes format because they're not an American band. They're Scottish. But yes. we let it slide because it's okay. Yeah, for and sure. I mean, music isn't shouldn't be contained to borders. Am I right? Yeah. Way to think outside the borders, Jesse. That was very yeah. open-minded of you. Yeah, I know. Um, and, and I have been listening to a monumental album. Oh, yeah? Um, which is what I would say it probably is or was at the time. I would think. Like the Abraham Lincoln Monument? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? He said monumental. I was thinking monuments. Yeah. Oh, well. This is more like uh, the Jefferson Monument. I don't even know which one that is. I don't even know if that is a monument. I don't think it is, but... Uh, this is more like um, Mount Rushmore. Okay. Bunch of Because faces. there are four people in the band. <laughs> okay. okay. That's, uh, that's a valid point, I suppose. Anyway. What is it, though? This is an album by The Descendants. Called Milo Goes to College. Oh, yeah. From 1982. Uh, since you are putting dates on your album, I suppose I'll put a date on mine. I think mine came out 2009? 2010. Nine, you're right. 2009? You're right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Nine. Okay. But either way, mine is much more recent than the one you've been listening to. Yeah, by uh, by quite a bit. Quite it's a bit? It's actually 10, 2010. Oh, don't drop your phone now. Whoops-a-daisy. Well, I guess to, don't drop it in general. I was going to say... 
you can don't drop it now, don't drop it later, don't drop it, you know. Don't drop it ever. Yeah. That's that's, a, that's just the general rule with smartphones. Yeah. But anyways, uh, those are the albums that we've been listening to. We will uh, come back and talk about those in a little bit. Uh, yes. But but first, we've got some housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping. Time to clean up the house. Oh. Time to keep the house. Oh, wait, it's not Sunday. It's not clean day at this house. No, it's Friday. At Brew Court Manor Studios. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, anyways, let's let's uh, give a lovely shout out to our sponsor, and we've got a bit of bad news this week. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, our sponsor is not Pikachu back. Yeah. We, uh, I know that we we really wanted. We to had them. We had them in the bag. In the last minute, um, they they pulled out and decided not to sponsor us. They said nope. Um. So we are they are not our sponsors but at all. You know what? So no Pikachu come back and sponsor us. <laughs> Eventually, hopefully. Eventually. Anyways, we were able to get another sponsor. Yeah. Uh, they're the pretty great. The company is Acme and. And they're they're pushing this great product called Updog. So it's the yes. Acme Updog. Yep. And a lot of you might be thinking, "What's what? Updog?" Yeah, you and might be thinking. Here's what it is. Everybody remember that movie, Shaun of the Dead? I know I remember that. There's yeah. a, there's a scene where they're arguing in the bar, which is probably most of the movie actually. Actually, yeah, probably for most of it. And I think Ed talks about how dogs can't look up. Yeah. And Shaun's like, "Yes, they can," and they argue about it. Uh, we're here to tell you that dogs can look up. With a little bit of training from Acme Updog. Yep. Train your dog to look up. Exactly. And so, don't forget Acme Updog. Also makers of Acme A Matter Dog. Yep. Now you might be wondering, what is a matter dog? Yeah, what's a matter dog? But that's for you to decide. So this is a, a certain test you can give to your dog that will figure out um, what is a matter with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, like, it'll say, it'll come back and it'll read... Dog has dog, to go potty. Yeah, dog... Must pee. Dog or must poop. Dog is dog hungry. Dog is tired. Dog needs uh, medicine or something like that. Dog wants belly rub. Yeah. Etc. So et Etc. So these two are these are two great products. Yes, from Acme. Acme Up Dog and Acme A Matter Dog. If you have, have ever had a dog and you've been like, why will this dog not look up? Well, that's why you go. That's up why. Dog. That's why you purchase their or you know that's why you look into this product. Yeah, it's a great product. <laughs> Very great. Uh, I've used it myself personally with every single dog that I've ever owned. All Same of here. Them. Same here. All of my dogs that I have owned have used this, and they've all been able to look up. So Yeah, they've been up-looking dogs. Anywho, uh, thanks to Acme Up Dog and Acme A Matter Dog for sponsoring us this week. Uh, a couple more housekeeping things. Uh, yeah. Don't forget that we're more than just a SoundCloud podcast. We've got a, a website. Check us out on... Uh, brewsandtunespodcast.com that's where we post all the episodes all the pictures, the bonus content you can find the music, the brews we tasted we've got in-depth description of, descriptions of our brews it just, and like Steve said, the bonus content from all the episodes, pictures and links to all the albums we listen to the bonus content is unparalleled speaking of the albums we listen to we're going to be starting something soon a Spotify playlist. Spotify. Yes. Yeah. We're going to have two different Spotify playlists. We're going to have one that includes every single album that we've listened to to date. And we're going to have a separate one that has the two albums for the upcoming episode. Yes. So yeah. we'll have a Spotify playlist outlining the two epi- uh, the two albums we're going to be listening to in two yeah. weeks. So you guys can listen along and with us. And shout out to Swavely. Yeah, Nathan for Swavely. Suge- for suggesting that. Swavely, turn off the light. <laughs> I hope he remembers that and I also hope he yeah. listens to this uh, anyhow um, also don't forget social media you can look us up on Facebook Twitter Instagram we Instagram all the time yeah you can just look us up American Brews and Tunes you'll find us it's great so yeah. great yeah 
Uh, you can also shoot us an email if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or if you just want to say, what's up, guys? Yeah, Try definitely. this brew. Listen to this tune. Um, what is that email? That email is americanbrewsandtunes at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that is the email. And keep an eye out for our coming soon YouTube what do you call it? A YouTube channel? YouTube channel, yeah. yeah. Our YouTube channel is going to be called American Brews and Tunes, but we're going to be making episodes in which we call Jukebox Brews. Jukebox Brews. Yeah, we're going to do it every other week for now until we... Yeah, for now, they'll be like opposite the podcast week, so we'll... Uh... So you'll be able to see what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Instead of just hearing. Ooh. 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 Ooh, boy. Enough housekeeping. We've kept this house pretty well, so... Yeah, you Let's know what? This house the, the bruise. is looking fairly tidy. Yeah, it's looking fairly kept. As you might say in PA, we have read up the house quite well. So, now Anyways, that that's done, why don't we get into what brews we are trying this week? Yes. Steve, go ahead. I'll go first. Um, for the past couple weeks, I've been having stouts and porters a lot. Uh, I'm sorry, stouts and big IPAs. So I, yeah, and I kind of went that route. You went that route, but this, to, way, this week... I'll have to try something different next week. Yeah, well. I wanted to switch it up, so I went... Uh, with a brewery called Schlafly, they're from St. Louis, Missouri, or so as St. the people Louis. would say, St. Louis, Missouri. Missouri. St. Louis, from Missouri. Missouri. Uh, anyways, they're a good brewery. I've had some other brews from them. Um, this is a Hellas style lager. Uh, so I think this is the first time we've actually had a lager on the. Po- uh, yeah, I think it's the first time we've had a lager on the podcast. It might that have, I can might think have of, been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, the Hellas style lager uh, refers to a German style of lager. Mm-hmm. Hellas and meaning light you, in yeah, color? Yeah, if you didn't know, uh, the word Hellas or um, hell uh, means light. Yeah, in German. So if you were to describe me in color, you would say hellblau. Yeah. So it, for it, light blue. It means light style lager. But it, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean like from, light like from, Bud Light or Miller Light or Coors Light. No, it means literally the light color. Light in color. So light in color. Yeah, it's not a light beer, but it's light in color. So don't yeah. let that uh, suede, persuade you not to try it if you don't like what? Bud They're Light. What? They're drinking like a... Bud Light on this podcast? Yeah, I've actually had quite a few delicious Hellas Styles lagers, and they're usually really sweet, very easy drinking, um, yeah. very delicious. And lagers, in general, aren't as big and bold as IPAs or Stouts Belgians or, or any, but any big beers. But they're much more difficult to brew to brew yes. properly. It's hard. It's much harder to brew a really good lager-style beer instead of an ale like an IPA or a stout. Log, like a lager or a pilsner or yeah. something like that. Yeah, or a Bach, any of those Much more difficult to do that properly and have it be well-balanced. Yeah, that's why there's a lot of crappy lagers. So if you get a good one, you yeah. know they did a good job. Yeah, exactly. What are you drinking this week, Jesse? I'll tell you. Okay, tell um, me. So there, I'm drinking another one from Stone. As you maybe can tell, we are... Very big fans of Stone on this podcast. We love Stone Brewing. Um, Ruin 10 IPA. Which and is... like last year was like a double IPA or a double Imperial IPA or something like that, no, right? No, the, the Ruin 10 is their triple IPA. Is it always a triple? Always I a thought triple. You looked, I thought you had this one that I'm having. No, I had was... the Ruination. Oh, That's, Ruination. That's a double uh, Stone one. has a double IPA called the Ruination, which is available year-round. And then once a year, they up it a little bit farther and call it the Ruin 10 because I believe it's 10% alcohol. Oh, let me see. Am yes, I telling t- the truth? 10.8. 10.8. But yeah, it's the Ruin 10, um, I want to say, but it's a triple but IPA. But regardless, I'm having this year's 2017 Ruin 10 triple IPA, which is an India pale ale with orange peel and vanilla bean. So That sounds interesting. I've had the vanilla bean and orange peel of the Ruination, but not the Ruin 10, so it sounds like it's going to be really good. Yeah, so I'm actually pretty excited, especially for the vanilla, be- the, uh, vanilla bean part. Yeah. That will be very interesting Because when you think vanilla and a stout... Hmm. Wait, you mean vanilla and IPA? I, I well, I was gonna say <laughs> when you vanilla, think vanilla, you think stout. Yeah, vanilla and a stout like ma- goes together well. Yeah, I've, I've had like the vanilla bean um, buffalo. What's it? The buffalo sweat. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was very By good. Tall Grass, bro. Tall Grass. Yeah. Tall Grass. They've they've got a stout called the Buffalo Sweat, and they've got a vanilla bean, and it's really good. Um, but in an IPA, that's odd. Yeah. So what are you predicting yours will taste slash look like? Uh, I think mine's gonna be pretty light straw colored, um, probably not too far off of like a Budweiser color wise, but I think it's gonna be a lot. I don't want to say bolder, but it's gonna have like a really crisp. Um, it's going to be really crisp and clean, my, light, sweet, and easy drinking. My guess is it'll just have a way fuller body. And oh, it, it way will fuller not, than the And it will not be as sweet as like the, the American lagers. Yeah, not the American like Budweiser. Not sweet in the way that you would assume a Budweiser to be, but sweet as in the way like you, you think of like really full grains. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? I think this is going to be very um, bold in terms of hops. Uh, but I believe that the orange peel is going to be a little bit more present th- than the vanilla bean, but the vanilla bean is going to be like a nice backdrop. I think it's going to punch you in the everything. face? Uh, yeah, the probably. Remember Andy Milanakis, the, the little kid who was a comedian? No. Like, if he was talking about you hops know, in the you face... You know way more comedians He'd be like, I, I got hops in my face, but don't call me a hop face. Like, <laughs> yeah. he did that. I got grass in my hair, but don't call me a grass head. <laughs> like some stupid like that. Just dumb things like that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. what do you say we crack these? Uh, give yeah, them a pour what? and try. Yeah, let's do that. All right, here we go. And we're, bo- as you can hear, we both have bottles this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm pouring mine into a nice big glass. Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> that twelve ounce bottle isn't gonna fill the glass up too well. <laughs> no, it's. I'm filling up my liter glass actually from uh, Nashville's 2015 Oktoberfest. It's it. <laughs> yes, I fu- it's supposed to be for a full liter, but I'm pouring a 12-ounce beer into here, so obviously this one beer is like... <laughs> hold, on, hold on, Steve. Steve just surprised me with this. I thought I thought he was going to pull out a pint glass. Like, I had no idea that he had this big liter glass. Yeah, I pulled it out from behind the bed. <laughs> he was like, let's, let's pour our beers. So he was just like, shwoop. <laughs> That's why I had it hidden. I thought it would be a funny joke, and it barely so it worked. Hilarious. I wish this was our YouTube channel so that all of you could see this hilarious <laughs> yeah, joke. I know. Uh, maybe we'll take a picture of it and put it on online. Anyway, um, my little 12-ounce beer is all successfully in it's the still liter glass. about a fourth of that glass. Uh, and like predicted, it is pretty light. Uh, it's actually got a pretty good, um, pretty, pretty foamy, actually. It's got a real nice white foam on top. Oh, yeah. It's like a very nice yellow color. Yeah, it's... it's it, I would say you were right on with the straw, kind of straw. Yeah, if, if you imagine what a Budweiser would look like, it's it's probably not too far off color-wise. A little wise. bit darker than I'm that. I'm going to taste mine and, and give a description. All right, yeah, you, my... Well, uh, let me taste mine while you describe your color. My color is looking uh, actually a little bit lighter than I thought it was going to be for a triple IPA. Um, I'm using my Record Store Day glass from last year, by the way. Uh, with the Dogfish Head logo right on it. Very They're nice. They're also a great brewery. Um, but it it's amber. Kinda, it's it's kind of lighter. Yeah, it yeah, looks it's more lighter like an than amber you expect ale. for a triple or d- double or triple. IP. But when you smell it, though, let me get a sniff. You can re- the I think the vanilla is actually punching through in the smell. A little bit of orange too, but definitely vanilla. The orange. I was wrong. The orange is taking at least in the smell. The orange like, is taking the backdrop. You go ahead smell. and take some sips while I describe how mine tastes. Okay, if, if it tastes anything like it smells, it'll be great. Mine tastes exactly how I thought it would taste. Um, it's pretty straightforward. It's super crisp and clean. Uh, it's very delicious. Uh, I could see myself drinking multiple of these because it's a really good one. It's really good when it's cold. It's delicious. Um, what's uh, I'm trying to think of like what a good comparison would be. If, if you ever been to like a Hofbrau house and had their like their delicious lager, the Hofbrau lager, this is what it's like. Delicious. <gasps> And Jesse, the whole time I was describing that, Jesse's had this look of sheer joy on his face as if he this tasted so good. something incredibly amazing. This is amazing. Um, what does it taste like? 
I really don't want to describe it like this, but I kind of want to describe it like this. And yeah, describe orange way. creamsicle. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> but not really. Not but like it, that's that, that's like the that's the vanilla bean. The vanilla bean is way more present than, than the, the orange, orange feel. Interesting. Yeah. And that reminds me of um, there's a local brewery called Mantra in Ooh, Nashville, yes. and they've got a a pale ale called the Citrine Sickle that which has orange and vanilla in it, and it's supposed to be like a, a creamsicle. Is is how's this compared to that? Oh, that one's way sweeter and definitely more like a creamsicle. Yeah. How's that? I'm just saying we'll switch. We'll do a yeah. switch switch ski. I'm gonna have to tip this glass really far up. Yes, you are. Holy guacamole! Yeah, I, yours is like a, a a really hoppy creamsicle. Yeah, the aftertaste is phenomenal in that. Yeah, wow, I'm really impressed with that. What do you think of this one? Um, it's good. I mean, after tasting that, it's gonna be well. Like, yeah, but I mean, you could taste all the things you want in a lager. Yeah, I could say it, like it has that nice crisp like wheat like kind of bite. I wouldn't say wheat, but more like I don't know, just you a, know what grains. I mean, though. Yeah, grainy bite. I, I I wouldn't say wheat because then people are gonna think wheat beers. Right, you're right. Yeah. Um, but no, this, uh, this beer, the vanilla is present yet very calm. Like it's not like a, it's the hops, it kind of almost like cools down the hops a little bit. Cause like this is a triple IPA and whenever I taste it, like I'm getting a lot of like just vanilla and just like that slight little bit of orange. So, yeah. you know, Cadbury cream eggs. Yeah. You know how if you bite into it and you like open it in half, mm-hmm. it's mostly white, but you see a tiny little bit of orange. Yeah, in the cream. It's like they're trying to make a little fake little baby yolk. It's almost like Stone was like, "Hey, look at that uh, Cadbury cream egg. Let's make a beer like that." <laughs> at least on color alone. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's about uh, it. That's a odd way to put it, but okay. It's very very good. If you get a chance to get this beer, get it. It's delicious. Um, for those of you who are wondering what we're doing right now, we're actually checking our beers in on our favorite social... On the best... The best... Beer app. Beer app, which is called... Untapped. Untapped. Uh, so it's, like we said before multiple times, the social drinking, uh, social media type platform where you can check in the beers you're having, take a picture, give a description, a rating, and your friends can can look at them, they can toast the beer, they can comment on it. It's just, it's a really cool app. Uh, enough about the brews. We're going to continue to taste these throughout the podcast. If, oh, yeah. if our taste at all changes, which sometimes as a beer warms up, it changes, uh, we will let you know. Other than that, uh, let's delve into the albums, shall we? Yes, we shall. And I'm going to go first this week because I think you went yeah, first I went, last week. Yeah, I went first last week, so. Uh, so like I said, I'm listening to the, uh, I've listened to the album The, the, win- the, winter, the winter of, of Mixed, Drinks. Mixed Drinks by Frightened Rabbit. And they are... <clears throat> Scottish. Yes, they are. So they would say, This podcast is great. Scottish podcast, great. Yes. Don't you think? The beer and the tunes, great. Yes, laddie. Oh, we lassie. Got the, the kilt in the bagpipes. The bagpipes. The bag. The bag. The, oh, the bagpipes, eh? Their vocalist, he his accent comes in pretty thick, but he also yes, it does. It's like a mixture of Scottish accent and a hipster style singing, which is not my favorite. I had a hard time getting into this album. Not gonna lie, Steve is very close-minded whenever it comes. I'm to open-minded, music. but <laughs> but I forced myself to listen to this, and I ended up liking the songs, even though I still am not a huge fan of his voice. I could get past that eventually. 
Um, but yeah. and upon doing some some research, the singer was talking about the title of this album, uh, Winter Mixed Drinks. Yeah. And he's talking about how uh, it's a reference to periods of loneliness where you feel like you're drifting and lost. And how there's that uh, that moment of recovery and how when you're like in that moment of recovery, it's like a joyous uh, occasion and how it kind of defines the darkness. Oh, okay. Does that well, makes sense. I mean, it definitely makes sense, especially with the first song. Yeah. So it's like when you're experience, experiencing the good for the first time. it After like a drought. It, it really exemplifies the bad. Mm, yeah, okay. So it, it paints a picture of it almost. Uh, at least that's what I read. Interesting. Um, which is well, I mean, cool. it makes sense, especially with the context of all of the song lyrics. Exactly. Uh, they also said that many of these songs were written uh, during long walks on the beach, which contribute to a lot of nautical themes. Which yeah, I will are, highlight all of the nautical themes. There are quite a few. Uh, the album's definitely lyrically driven. Uh, he's a very good lyricist, and yeah. the production's great. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go uh, with track number one, and I guess this is where I'm going to break into my rating system. Peanut butter! Uh, unlike other weeks where I have specific, like, names of things correlating with, like... Are you going based on condiments this time? No, peanut butter. Oh. The rating system is peanut butter. Oh, oh, is it going to be, like, chunky and extra chunky or... Brands, essentially. Skippy and Jif and... Yeah, but you'll see how... Because I don't really have, like, a... I don't have a a way to order them. It's just kind of how it goes in my mind. So, you'll see. Okay, gotcha. Uh, this one I gave Jif. So, pretty darn good. Jif's great. A great standard. And I started... I do do like Jif. This one's a recommendation. Uh, it's a great song. Um, oh, the, so, so GIF is recommendation status. For this, no, this one is. I recommended it, but I rated it GIF. Oh, gotcha. Um, the the hook in the chorus is the first part that stuck out to me, where it's, uh, he says, I, don't, I, I didn't need these things. I didn't need them. Oh, I didn't need these things. I, wait, what is he, uh, I'm trying to think of his accent. I didn't need these things. I didn't need them. Oh, yeah. And so, Pointless artifacts. What things is he talking yeah. about? Essentially, material goods. Yeah. Uh, yeah the things basically. that you collect throughout your life that you think are important, um, and in reality, they aren't important. Like I think at yeah. one point he says, um, "They hardly show." And this is actually a direct quote: "They hardly show that I have lived." Yeah. And that's like kind of a, a really jarring truth. Yeah, I like, I, I really really like the lyrics of this. Yeah, song. It, I I really that's um, what sold me. I, I mean, it was catchy at first, but then when I read the lyrics. I thought it was an awesome, awesome message. Yeah. Uh, because I think what he's saying in the end is that we need relationships with others more to, to yeah, well, yeah, leave a legacy. Because at the end, he's I like, need you to be my warmth. Yeah, what does he say at the end? He's like, only you bring me there. Yeah. Only you can bring me like you bring me, oh. And I think it, he means like only, he's talking to someone else, I guess. He's, I guess, just saying like only you can really like give me purpose. Correct. Like these things can't, so I just have to shut them away, like, you, you know, burn yeah. them or whatever. And so I loved that message. Uh, the music was actually pretty catchy, too, so that was great. Uh, but I do recommend that song. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a great song. I love that song. On to song number two, which is called Swim Until You Can't See Land. Uh, chunky Jif, which Chun- is better GIF. than regular Jif. Oh, wow. And I recommended it. Wow, I didn't think that you were going to recommend this one. Yeah, okay, I thought cool. that would be a nice surprise for you. What I think this song is about is abandoning everything you know, uh... And are familiar with and getting lost in a new adventure because he's talking yeah, about he's talking going about out into the ocean essentially swimming until you can't see land anymore. Yeah. And he talks so about I guess, going. So, so I guess yeah, like land, what you're used to, swimming until you can't see, like until you're un- uncomfortable. Yeah, and this is the first nautical reference I would say in the in the yeah. album. Um, one of the lines I really like was when he actually goes in the water. He says, "Do I wade? Do I dive?" And then a little bit after, he says, 
All I have is a body adrift in water, salt, and sky. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't know what he, what he's running from. It almost makes me think he's running from a past relationship because at one oh, point in time he says, uh, call this um, drowning of the past. She is there on the shoreline throwing stones at my back. Yeah. So I don't know if that he's personifying the past or if it's a, a literal her. Could be, yeah. It's it, Who knows? It's for either him to define or for the listener to interpret. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? I mean, all these, all, all of what we think of these songs is not. Yeah. We can't claim that this is what they actually mean, you know. But we guess. We but guess. the chorus is catchy. Swim until you can't see land. land. Swim until you can't see land. Swim until you can't see land. Are you a man or are you a bag of sand? Swim. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, are you a man? Are you going to swim? Or are you a bag of sand? You're going to sink. going to sink, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. And that line actually comes back in another song, which uh-huh. I'll touch on upon later. From song number two to song number three. This song is called The Loneliness and the Scream. And rating-wise, I gave it a skippy chunky because I would like to skip it, the song. But it's <laughs> it's pretty good a little bit in the message. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I like that. Yeah. Like that's skippy because you want to skip it. I got yeah, you. See, that makes s- sense. S- that's why I couldn't, like, organize my, like, in a, like, a specific order. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. Um, the message is what I liked about the song. It's about him living in loneliness, but trying to reach out to others. Like he's trying to, like he says, I'm trying to scream to prove that I exist. Oh yeah, I really like those lines. Later in the song, the woes come in and they get louder. So maybe the woes are like his screaming to to prove he exists. But since this isn't a recommended song, I'm going to move on. Yep. Song number four, which is called The Wrestle. Or as Americans would say, The Rassle. The Rassle. Rassle. Let's start wrestling. (laughs) Uh, This is Jif and I recommend it. Okay, cool. Uh, It's a really cool song. Uh, another nautical theme comes back again. Um, he's talking about swimming. Um, and I'm, I can't take credit for this. I, I read a description of the song on my favorite uh, website for interpreting lyrics, which is Lyric Genius. And they say the song is comparing sex to being attacked by uh, some type of aquatic creature, aquatic probably a creature. shark. Um, and it's kind of a really weird comparison because that's not it what is, yeah. you think of. I, I read at all. the lyrics earlier today. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of references to like the animal um, and being torn apart. Yeah. So like literally, he talks about like being torn flesh and gristle and all these things and blood, um, but also emotionally is like the, the interpreted aspect. Yeah, um, definitely. The chord progression when he says says the word animal is a classic Blink One Eight Two chord progression, <laughs> uh, which is one five, one, six, five four, six four, which yeah. you hear in almost every Blink song. It works so well, and in most songs in yeah, general. It's just a great song. The melody is super catchy. Um, and what I like about the song is it like starts off real soft and it builds and builds and builds until yeah. the end when he's, he talks, sings about being torn apart. Yeah. Um, super catchy song, really interesting lyrics. Uh, they're hard to interpret. Um, yeah. They're interesting, of, but they're hard to are. interpret. A lot of these songs are. And uh, if you're interested in this album, I'd say look up the lyrics because his his accent is pretty thick. And yeah. so it's it's almost hard to understand what he's saying. So it helps. Yeah. Yeah. So swim until your castle and the last American top. What did I say? What? Do you know? I, I think you said, so swim until you can't see land. But there was other words, too. And kilt something. So like, oh, you got to the last of my last girl, So you can't really understand exactly what I'm saying, what? so you got to look up the lyrics. Were those actual words that you were saying? Though? I gibberished a little there. Uh, but I'm trying to give an example of what he would say. Right. Okay. Oh, the, the bagpipes in the bottom of the heel, the blood pudding, wee, ah, lassa. The blood pudding, wee, did you say that? <laughs> I have no idea. Wee, lass? Uh, anyways, uh, song number four <laughs> was recommended. It's called The Wrestle. On to song number five, which is Low Fat Jif. I wouldn't <laughs> skip it, but uh, it's not my favorite. Um, Nothing like you, yeah. The song, song is, no, 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 Skip the Youth. Oh, song Skip number the five Youth. Oh, is Low Fat Jif. 
Um, the reason why it's not a better rating is because I don't uh, like the actual song itself. Uh, let me explain. Okay. The intro builds and builds and builds for about a minute and a half. Um, it's real angels and airwavesy. I love it. I think it's great. And when the actual singing comes in, everything cuts out. It really yeah. sounds cool, but then for me, it doesn't go anywhere. Like right. after that, until it's, it doesn't go anywhere until. I mean, things happen afterwards, but it, it, for me, it doesn't do anything for me. That's what right. I'm trying to say, but and it, I don't like it. It doesn't go anywhere until like three fourths of the way through the song when the drums come in. Yeah, and even then, that doesn't do much for me. But yeah, uh, thematically, uh, he's talking about burying himself in a grave and being alone. It's kind of sad, but. Yeah. <laughs> skip uh, listen to the song it's not necessarily skippy but anyways on to song number six which is nothing like you it's my favorite song i recommended it and here is the peanut butter rating reese's cup what up reese's <laughs> cup everyone's fav- favorite hershey's treat chocolate and peanut butter reese's cup it's not smooth it. peanut butter it's that weird grainy that, peanut butter <laughs> that weird grainy processed peanut butter that really tastes awesome but you you know it's probably bad for you reese's cup the greatest and so my is this favorite song. My favorite. Uh, and it's a song called Nothing Like You. Um, it's super duper catchy, and it's a lot faster than some of the previous songs. Uh, I think it's about comparing a former lover with the current one that he's pursuing. Um, Seems like it, yeah. But I go back between saying whether him saying whether the past one is better or the new one's better, because it's it's a little hard to interpret, but uh, some of the lines, like in the chorus, was, uh, she, w- she was not the cure for cancer. Uh, all my questions. All my questions still asked for answers. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like someone there's new. There's nothing like someone, someone new. And this girl, she was nothing like you. Yeah. The last girl wasn't the cure for cancer, so she wasn't. She's nothing. What like he was looking you. for, but she's nothing like you. But other times he's talking about like how that girl's not gonna be like in his bed later. She's like, this is the bed, but you're not gonna see it. Yeah. So it's kind of like almost conflicting. This is a bed, and you're not in it. Uh huh. So it's it's interesting, but it's a really good song. Super catchy. Um, I recommend it. On to song number seven, which is called Man Slash Bag of Sand. Totally skippy, dude. Yeah, totally skippy. Definitely. I, I agree with you on that one. Um, but it is a reprise of the second song, which is Swim Until You Can't See Land, in which they uh, sing that chorus again, and it's shorter. So it's kind of tying the theme, the nautical theme again, and it's kind of yeah. making the coherent kind theme of, ground, of the album yeah, ground, back together. Grounding it again, kind yeah, of. Which is kind of cool. But I would, I would definitely agree, though, Skip. Yeah. Uh, song number eight is called Foot Shooter. Uh, and he's talking about like Before shooting. I begin to shoot myself in the foot yeah. again. So it's either like shooting yourself in the foot or putting your foot in your mouth, like that kind of reference. Uh, it's about yeah. saying dumb things. I'm going to say Skippy for this song. Okay. I mean, I like it, but. It's not bad, but it's. It, I don't know. It, I could see how you'd skip it, though. But he talks about that. Uh, there are more nautical themes, uh, not as prevalent, but he talks about being on a boat um, in the song and kind of being out at sea. Uh, so it's not as nautically driven, but he, again, it's in there. Yeah. Um, on to the next song, which is called Not Miserable. Not I, I Miserable. Really, not I, not Miserable. I like this song a lot. Uh, it's skippy. I, but think about... I like the message, I just don't like the music. It doesn't do anything I for think, me. I think the message overpowers the music. I don't. But then, at the end, though, like the... I just I just think the end of the, the climax at the end is just way too good not to like it. I think it's good, but... I think you're being too harsh. Maybe I'm being too harsh. Maybe we'll go... Skippy Chunky. Skippy Chunky Deluxe. Uh, Skippy Chunky the Regular. Big, the Big Tin. Uh, song number 10 is called Living in Color. Uh, mm. This song is faster, finally. And again, it sounds like Angels... <laughs> See? That's and, what I'm talking about. Hey, but some of Finally, the, it's faster. Some of my favorite songs in the past albums you've recommended me for have been slower have been slow, ones. true. And in fact, the second song, what was, which was Swim Until oh. You Can't See Land, isn't a very fast song, but it was one of my favorite ones on here. 
Anyways, Living in Color, it's got an Angels and Airwaves vibe again uh, with the guitar tones and the feel. When did and, Angels and Airwaves start? Um, 2006. Okay. Right after Blink-Y2 broke up. Like, literally, right after. Uh, anyways, in this song, more nautical themes. He talks about um, having no sails and he's soaking. Uh, so, like, being stranded at sea and, and getting wet. Uh, but this song, again, is about recovery, uh, kind of moving up from the loneliness. Uh, so if you're in a dark period, well, if you're getting color, living in color, that's what I think of. Yeah, like, like you're going from, from dark that, to color. Yeah, that's what that I think black of. black and white yeah. period of... Uh, but I, I, I like the message, but to me the song's meh. Okay. Skippy. Uh, the song, Yes, I Would, I Forgot to Give a Rating, so I don't know. <laughs> I would probably say that... Skippy, if yeah, I can remember. Well, maybe, yeah, it's probably Skippy for you. More nautical themes. Again. <laughs> uh, there's this line where he says, um, and these are two different lines, I'm going to put them together with a dot, dot, dot in the middle. Okay. He says, my cry for a fistful of sand, dot, dot, dot. So it means he was he was out at the middle of the sea trying to get like a fistful of sand, trying to get back to land. And yeah. then he says, I can't see land. So he's still kind of like out there. Um, so I, I think it's a song about like getting help and changing, like trying to change. But this, this was always a skippy for me. Yeah, it's skippy. It was just always okay for me. So summary about this album. Um, I'm not a big fan of his voice. It was like I like Scottish like accents. I love Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> I like his voice a lot. Um, I, it's the weird like hipster singing style mixed it's not with even Scottish. There is a hipster style. You will deny it, but I'm, I'm gonna stand with it. See, but you just say that. I say it, but it, it that's what I hear. I was listening. And that's what I heard. So it's not wrong for me. Anywho, the lyrics are the highlight because he's a great lyricist. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say it, it is a concept album uh, from the, the darkness mm-hmm. to the light, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and I just said a key word, which is essentially. Uh, we didn't mention this at the, this at the beginning, but <laughs> yeah. Jesse says the word essentially more than anyone else in the entire world. So yeah. I'm gonna keep a track I, uh, of when he says that this album or this, this podcast. This I'm podcast. sorry. Um, like we we've been listening uh, back to the podcast, you know, before posting them, and I will say essentially so much. Especially on the Bad Religion episode. Essentially, this is what he means. Essentially, this is what he's saying. (laughs) Anyway. So, so I'm going to keep track of how many times Jesse says essentially. Uh, We're going to see. We're taking bets. Uh, Call in right now. Yeah, call in. If you listen, you probably know us and have our phone number. So, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, uh, Frightened Rabbit, uh, Winter Mixed Drinks. Overall. I'd give it a Jif. Jif, wow. Uh, It's a good rating. The first time I heard it, it would have been... Uh, Skippy, no sugar, no fat. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, harsh. Because I hated it at first. It took me, I had to force feed this to myself, and it grew on me. So I'll say that. Oh. Uh, if I had read the lyrics, I wouldn't like it nearly as much. It just, that really helps. Uh, very lyrically driven. I like the, the concept album about the, the progress. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I listened to it, but it's not what I would normally listen to. I'll right. So, see, this is the point of the podcast, Steve. This is. I'm, I'm trying to open your mind. So why don't you open your mind and talk about your album? Whoa, bro. This is Milo Goes to College by The Descendants. Milo? Milo? That's one of the, the band members. <laughs> Which band member? The singer. Yes, it's the singer. The Descendants are a old, Very old, old band. band. They started in 1977. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say 77. Uh, they started in 1977, I guess, is what I, is what I read today. I thought you were going to say 1790 for a second. Uh, <laughs> they, started, they started that that long ago. 77, yeah. Well, I didn't know they were that I knew they were old, but I didn't know they were that old. I mean, that's what Wikipedia says. And what did, when, when did this album come out? 82? 82. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, they, they were, I want to say, like the cusp of pop punk. 
Um, yeah. Because punk was pretty irrelevant. Like, Bad Religion was big. Um, some other bands, uh, Minor Threat was a uh, contemporary of theirs. Like, the, just the straight punk, the hardcore punk was popular. Yeah. These guys added a lot of melody. This was, well, a lot of, a lot of this album pop. is that hardcore punk. Oh, there definitely but, the aspects there. But, but there are certain songs on it that are definitely pop punk. In terms of you know, lyrical content and the melody yeah. of the of the songs, and the first um, time oh, the first time I ever heard them was um, because the band Sublime mm-hmm. and the band Blink One Eighty Two, yeah, both covered the song Hope. Oh, really? Yes. And I was like, "This is a pretty cool song. I like this." And so I checked out the Descendants. Yeah, and I think the, um, I bought an album called Everything Sucks by the Descendants as well. Yeah, I'll show you that. That's one that has coffee mug on it. Mug, mug, oh, mug. Okay. Oh yeah, but did, uh, are they the band that does? I like food. Food is good. Yep. I like food. Food is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're notorious for weird, uh, fast, short songs. Well, um, this album is not uh, does not not have those. <laughs> is that correct? This album definitely has those short, weird songs. Yeah, you said a double negative, so you are correct. Okay, good. Um, anyway, so I'm gonna you go take on it away. to track one. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this. Is it, is it my, my age? age or my age? I just call it my age. Okay. That's always what I've said. It's literally just the word my and then age. M-Y-A-G-E. Yeah, word. my age. Um, great bass line in the beginning, man. So you get two frames, two bars of that, and then the guitar comes in. And then the vocals also. The drums. Oh, well, I mean, they all... Yeah. Do you remember who played the bass? Line. No. Oh, Alvarez. Carl Alvarez, which one of our favorite uh, bands, Friends of Rom, has yep. a tribute to him. Yes, they do. Do you know who plays the drums? Uh, Bill Stevenson. Bill Stevenson. Who is oh. an amazing producer now. Yeah, he, he produces produced a lot of punk, punk records. Yeah, from the Swellers to Rise Against to Friends of Rom to No Effects. Oh, he's just, he's done it all. Yeah, he's everywhere now. He's also in Black Flag. Uh, fun little point there. Yes. But I'll stop interrupting and I'll let you go. Um, I gave this four to five. Uh, awesome music. Very fast. Very nice. Um, one of the lines I really like is at the end, they say, She don't need no one. She don't need no one. She don't need me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great... Uh, I don't really know. I don't like... Some of the it's songs song. are like... I, I really love, know I love what, the toms in the verse. But, yeah. yeah. Great drums. Anyway, uh, on to one of the weird songs. Oh, yeah? The song is called I Wanna Be a Bear. Essentially, the song is about oh. wanting to be a bear. Um, I give this song 3.5 out of 5 because... It's a weird song, isn't it? <laughs> it's a weird song. He's it like... talks about pooping in the woods. Yeah, he talks about like pooping in the woods, having like long hair and girls liking long hair or something like that. You know what this makes me think, <laughs> so you know this makes me think of? What? The Workaholics episode when Blake gets the bear coat. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <sighs> Anyway, I anyway. gave that song a 3.5 out of 5. It's a funny song. It's a very funny song. It's fast but, and short. But it doesn't really do much for me. Track number three, I'm Not a Loser. I was very close to recommending this one. I'm surprised you didn't. Very good. Uh, four, <laughs> four to five. Is that... <laughs> uh, that counts. I, um, I just about said essentially there. Um, I repeated it there, so I'm okay. You're counting that too. Yeah. This song is about... Um, him comparing himself to other people in the world. Yeah. So he talks about how people think he is a loser because he has uh, holes in his pants and like he... I got holes in my pants <laughs> and I'm losing control. But it's my, electrified. But my pants. 
Need some patches. They're super holy. <laughs> you better patch up. <laughs> you better patch. You better patch up. <laughs> Cause my pants is holes. <laughs> and this hole is getting big. Cause my pants is holes. <laughs> you better patch up. <laughs> Cause the holes are stretching. <laughs> and I don't want the world to see my legs. <laughs> they're so pale. They're so pale. They're the pants that I want. They are the pants I want. Super holes. <laughs> oh man, this is a huge grass. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. I mean, it was funny, but <sighs> that was a good well, laugh. You know, whenever you start laughing at something, but then like you realize that you're laughing way too much at something, and so you continue laughing because yeah. you're laughing at yourself laughing. Oh man, that's what just happened. Anyway, holy pants, grease. It's called "I'm Not a Loser," uh, and then he talks about um, getting back to what I was saying. He then talks about people in the world who he thinks assen- that, counts. that counts essentially who he thinks are losers. Um, people who are like. Oh, your parents didn't buy you that brand new car. Uh, you're, you know, just I don't know. I guess just stereotypical things about people because they were in, they were in L.A. Like yeah. And then he says, "I'm like I'm not a loser." Good song. The next song is track number four. It's called Parents. Parents. Yeah, I gave this song three point five out of five. Um, I don't really like it. Oh, I kind of like this song. <laughs> um, I mean, I like it, but it just it's just kind of. I wouldn't say it's a skipper, but I would say I'm not as interested in it as in other songs. Fair it starts enough. off with a bass line, boom, 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 or something like that. And then the, the main line is, parents, something, they, they're so after parents, why don't they shut up? Mark Hoppus has a fun story about this. He told me about that. The bass player you from Blink-182. You, you can tell it if you want. Uh, Mark Hoppus, he said that when he was a kid, he was washing his dad's car, and he had this album on cassette tape playing... And this song came on, and the chorus's parents, they're so effed up, parents want they shut up, and his dad walked by as it was playing. So his dad popped the cassette tape out and chucked it in the bucket full of soapy water and said, <laughs> get this crap out of here, or something like that. <laughs> I always thought that was kind of funny. funny. But um, one of the kind of a funny lyric from that um, song is, they treat me like a toy. Or like, they, they don't know I'm a boy. They treat, they treat me like a toy. Yeah. Little do they know, one day I'll explode. <laughs> I think it's kind of a goofy lyric. It is a very goofy lyric. Um, but anywho. But any, anyway, uh, I give that So you haven't recommended anything yet, have you? Not yet. Wow. Um, so I'm actually going to breeze through these until I get to my... Recommendation. Recom- Recommendation. My first, first recommendation. See. Uh, track number five is called Tony Age. I don't really know what the song's about. This song I gave is... it I gave it four to five. It's very good. Um, I believe it's about them not liking, uh, not 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 them not liking, um, but people around them not understanding what punk rock is. I thought it was about Tony Sly. Is it? No, I'm just I, I'm oh, just what? kidding. Because you're saying a Tony, there was a Tony Sly song at the very beginning of this it's podcast. It's called Tony Age. Oh, oh, you're right. I'm yeah. just kidding there. Anyway, just um, a joke. I still really like it. It's very, it's very short and very fast. There's very, like, the second half gets really, really fast. Yeah. Um. So I, I really like that song. It's very good. I give it four to five. Track number six. I also give it four to five. It's called M16. Like, like the gun. It's all right. Uh, I gave it that because of the message. Okay. Um. I believe that the message 
It's kind of like an anti-war song almost. Uh, they talk about not wanting to live other people's American dreams. And they specifically talk about um, people like buying guns and like shooting them. That's <laughs> pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, there are kind of a lot of their lyrics are very sarcastic and very like uh, like purposefully sarcastic or almost like satirical kind of. Because like the lyrics in this song say like shooting up like it's really fun to shoot this gun or like, some to to that liking. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't literally say it's very fun to shoot this gun, but they say something to the something like along of, the lines of that. Yeah, something along the lines of I like to shoot this gun at at people or something like that. And then and then they say, but I'm not gonna live your American dream. And so it's it's kind of a good song. I like the message of that. I don't know. It's just a typical anti-government, anti-war song. But breezing through. Breezing through. The next song is called "I'm Not a Punk." I like this song. Very fast. Is this what I'm just a square go nowhere? Yep. Yeah. Very catchy. A super catchy chorus. I did not recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's four to five, but I, I, I did give it four to five. Very good song. Uh, sarcastically calling himself not a punk is essentially mm-hmm. what's happening. Uh, and as Steve already sang, I'm a square go nowhere. So he, he's saying, I'm just a square going nowhere. So it's uh, it's sarcastically saying, like, yeah, I'm just a square. I'm just like a nerd going nowhere. But obviously he doesn't believe that. Track number eight, Catalina. Uh, I don't care for this song. I like it. Um, it's got a weird sound to it. Yeah. It almost sounds like it's from like 10 years prior. It just—it's got a weird Catalina. sound. Uh, I gave it three point five to five. Didn't really it like it too much. Sounds clashy, almost like the Clash. A little bit, yeah. Kind of a weird. Yeah, you're right. I think. Yeah. Kind of like their. Uh, just stylistically not, and sound-wise. Not London Calling days, but the uh, earlier, mm-hmm. earlier ones. Um, but that's all I have to say about that song. I mean, I think it's a song about doing drugs. I don't know. Probably. Who knows? Anyway. Anyway. Which is the first song I recommend. Suburban home. I want to be stereotyped. Yeah, it does start off very weirdly with talking, talk singing, yeah. which I'm not opposed to, um, and I like it, and I think it works. Mm-hmm. He says, I want to be stereotyped. I want to be classified. And then, and then it the music immediately comes, comes in. in. I want to be stereotyped. I want to be classified. I want to be a clone. I want to suburban home. Suburban home. And then, so I went home. Uh, I remember, um, like the first month of college. Yeah. I, I think I, in my Facebook status, I put that as the lyrics. I wanna suburban home, suburban home. Jake's like, "What are you homesick?" I was like, "No, it's a song, you idiot." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, but anyways, I'll, I'll this song is definitely more pop punk than the rest of the album, um, mainly because of the chorus, which we already sang. I wanna suburban home. Da-da-da-da. Um, this is also another ironic song. Yeah. Another very, very ironic song. Uh, they're, they're obviously sarcastically saying, I really want to be just like my parents, and I really just want a suburban home because that's the dream. And? I don't want to, I don't want a hippie pad. I want a home just like mom and dad. <laughs> I want a suburban home. He literally says that, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's one of the yeah. lyrics. Um, so this is that's one of the a, most popular songs. So it's like, it's, it's up a there. very, very catchy song. It's super good. Mainly because of the chorus. And why? Because of the message. So I give that a 5 out of 5. Um, as you can definitely see, I definitely do not have as weird of ratings as Steve. Yeah. But I'm okay and with that. You're talking about satire. Um, yeah, and satire. And usually if you got to be 
has some type of brains to do satire, right? Yes, he. I believe he the went album's to college, right? It's called Milo Goes to College, and their lead singer, Milo Ackerman, did go to college. He has a PhD, right? He has a PhD, and do you want to know what he was? Something with chemistry. A research biochemist. Yeah. So it's not like he went to, to school to study journalism or... Or, or um, business. Or I don't want to offend anybody else, so I won't say any any other profession. <laughs> what, 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 what are some of the like? It's not like, like, like it's not a business degree. It's not a um. It's like a it's like a, it's a degree that people normally aren't like. I really want to be a biochemist. Yeah, it's it's not like a standard. Like it's not a PR. It's not like a business. It's not a. It's um, like it's not like a st- accounting I, I degree. I don't really know if I want to it's, say a standard degree. No, let's say but. it's it's not a. It's not the kind of degree where you go and get your bachelor's and you're done. Yeah. Like, he got a PhD, so he, he had to go get his bachelor's, his bachelor's and master's, then his master's, and then, and then his PhD. a PhD. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so he, he spent a lot really of time. went to college. Yes. Yeah. And then he came back and continued with the band. Yeah, and I believe he's still with them right now, right? Yes, he is. They just yeah. had an album come out, I think, last year or the year before. Yes. The next song, which I really don't like, if I were going by Steve's rating, I would say Skippy. It's track number 10. It is called... Statue of Liberty. This is this song stinks. This I'm is, not gonna lie. I, this, I don't even like this. This is a, a song about anti, just anti-government essentially. Mm-hmm. They're like, "What does the Statue of Liberty even mean? Nobody knows." Or something like that. Anyway, track number eleven. It's called Kabuki Girl. Oh, I love this song. I also do. I would give it a four to five. I didn't actually write that down, but this if I was reviewing this uh, album, I'd recommend it. Uh, Kabuki Girl. For those of you who do not know, there are these things called Kabuki Bars. In, or what are they called? Is that what they're called? Kabuki Bars? They might have bars that are called that, but it's a traditional Japanese style of theater called Kabuki Theater. Yeah, Kabuki Theater. Um, like Kabuki um, or no theater. Essentially, uh, this is D-Kicks a... D-Kicks taught me about that. Right, in um, World Pop. Yeah, shout out to D-Kicks. Even though yeah, D-Kicks. You probably listen to this right now, right? Bullet? I doubt it. Uh, anyway, uh, Kabuki is a form of uh, dance drama, essentially. Japanese theater. And, uh, yeah, Japanese theater. And so this song is about thinking that those Kabuki girls are like really what he really wants. That he likes He likes that. One of the lyrics is, uh, you've got a white face and black hair. Because they do dress up in like makeup. Yeah. And like traditional garb. Like a, I don't, I don't think it's like a geisha garb, but... It's kind of, kind of like that. Yeah. Anyway, I gave this song four to five. I did not recommend it, so we will move on. Yeah, because we gotta get through the these next past song. Couple. Is called "Marriage." What? Marriage. A song about marriage on a punk, on a album? punk album. What? Yeah, it's it's really catchy. I'll give it four to five. Uh, I said it's more emotional, not physical, right? Um, this is a song about a girl that he is very serious about. He really likes her. Yeah. He's like, "You think I want to have sex with you?" And then he's like, "No." And he's he's essentially saying like, I'm serious about you. Like I want to marry you. Like I I like you a lot. I like you. I like you. You're my best friend. Like, like yeah. Like you're awesome. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what we expect like, from a, yeah, a punk band. Like it's not about it's not about any of that other stuff. Yeah. Um, kind of throws you off, doesn't it? Yeah. I was. I, I really was, like the song. It's, I, I it's said, catchy. That's too. why I said that's very odd subject matter for a punk album. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, as 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 Steve can see right now, we're down to the last two songs of the album. So I've only recommended one, so obviously I have to recommend these last two songs. Yes, he does. So, track number 13 is called Hope. And this is a great song. It is an absolutely amazing song. It is so catchy. This song is about... Oh. 
I recommended four songs. Okay. Jesse said there's two songs left. There's actually three. Sorry. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, continue I, with hope. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that uh, I forgot that I had something written on the back. So I actually recommended four songs just like Steve. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. So that'd be here. Sorry about that. Now, if we were yoga holders, sorry, sorry about, about that. that. Sorry oh. about that. Oh, sorry about that, eh? Check out Kevin Smith's films if you haven't. Now, Especially Tusk and Yoga Hosers. If we were... What else? Uh, Scottish? Mm. Sorry about that. Ah, sorry, sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. And uh, British. Uh, British. Hello, oh. governor. Sorry about that. <laughs> governor. Crumpets. Oh. Crumpets. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so polite. How about Australian? Crikey, mate. Sorry about that. Would you like to come over for some shrimp on the barbie? Crikey. Sorry about that, mate. Uh, what, what's another good one? Um, um, uh, German. German. Oh, um, yeah. Oh. Sorry about that. And, oh, and chuligun mich. Oh, no. Not the language. Just the accent. I don't, I don't know what the word for I'll sorry, I'll be back. Sorry about that. <laughs> Is that your Arnold? Guten Tag. Sorry oh. about that. I am sorry. <laughs> uh, let's stop with these accents and just go to the yeah. song Hope. Sorry, everybody. This episode is running a bit yep. long. We're but... sorry about that. Oh, we're sorry about that, eh? This episode is definitely running a bit long, but it's worth it because these last three songs are amazing. The song Hope, like I said before, is the song I heard covered by Blink-182 and Sublime. Yes. Um, this is a... Essentially, it's a love song. Uh, yes. You're right. <laughs> and... It's so it's so unbelievably catchy, and this is this is where I'm saying, this album is like, I can see why they would say this is the gateway to punk, pop punk. Sorry, mm-hmm. like this is the catalyst for pop punk. One of them, yeah, because it's so golden catchy. I don't even want to sing it. I want you guys to go listen to it because that is the whole point of this podcast, is for us to talk about these albums, give our recommendations, and then you guys go out and check them out as well. I know someday I'll be the only one. My day will come. I can't not sing it. It's too good. <sighs> Steve. He's going to make you feel the way you want to feel. <laughs> it's too good. The song's Love so good. Didn't oh, yeah, it's so good. Uh, but one of the lyrics is, when he starts to lie, when he makes you cry, you know I'll be there. My day will My come. My day will come. I, I know, know someday, someday I'll be I'll the, be the only, only one. one. So you know he's he, waiting for a girl who's dating yeah. the wrong guy. Yeah, and he knows that he's like, I know you're dating the wrong guy, but I'll be there for you, whenever you realize that. Mm-hmm. Great song, great message. Amazing song, yeah, great song. Uh, but you next, recommended that, and you I recommended did. the next song as the well, next song, which is track number fourteen. It's called Bikeage. So there's a lot of edge. Yeah, age, age. And this album songs. has aged. Yes, it has. It it has aged well. I like it. This song is, I, I feel like it's kind of about the 80s punk scene Probably. in L.A. I'm not going to lie, this wasn't my favorite song on the album. Oh, I like it. I recommended it. Um, but mainly because of the, the uh, lyrics. I'm surprised you message. recommended these last two songs. I wouldn't have. Really? Yeah. It's mm. a surprise for me, but we both uh, I think have different musical tastes. So I, believe, I believe the reason, well, I don't believe, I know the reason why I recommended these is because the lyrics shocked me. 
okay. in terms of the content. That makes sense. For, like, punk. Yeah. Like, for 80s punk, like, I was expecting, like, the song, I Want to Be a Bear, or, like, some other, like, dumb... And parents, like, angsty, yeah, weird like, stuff. Yeah, like, angsty, weird stuff. But I wasn't expecting Political, this, maybe. like... Yeah. I wasn't expecting this super heavy, intense stuff. Yeah. So... Emotionally driven. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the 80s punk scene was very violent and very crazy. Um, I don't know if... I like don't know Black if, Flag? Most of their shows got shut down by police because... The violence. Really? Yeah. Do you know, I don't know if you know him, Ron Rays, he was a singer from Black Flag for a while. I don't think I know him. Uh, but he quit because the scene got too violent for him. Really? I think. Wow. And I think... Um, I was just like, I need to get out of here. This is crazy. I, I, too crazy. I want to say he's the one who quit because it just got too violent. Yeah. Uh, but either way. I mean, that makes sense. I'm, you know, after reading part of No Effects' book, and then talking a, about... A really great book. Yeah, and then talking about the punk scene, I can completely see why. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know if it's completely about that, just that, because this song follows the story of a, a girl who uh, is having a lot of problems, and she solves those problems, I would assume emotional problems, uh, by drinking and doing drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the song, he talks about people who um, are going to like take advantage of her that night, essentially. And... So, like, one of the lines is, who's going to pick you up and use you for tonight? And then after that, he says, not me, not me. And then, but part of the way through, probably three-fourths of the way through, kind of the climax as far as the lyrics go, he says, don't be afraid. It's not too late. Save yourself. I, like, I need you here. Mm-hmm. And so just because of, honestly, the lyrics, like, sold me on these last three songs. So The lyrics are good. But I also, that, that's I, the difference also, between you and me. I also like the music. Yeah. Right, because you're a music man first, I'm a lyric man first. Yeah. So this shows our difference because I wouldn't recommend any of these and you clearly did. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. On to the last song. It's called Gene is Dead. You heard it here, you heard it first. On to the last song, which is called Gene is Dead, recommended by Jesse Titus. You heard it here, you heard it first. Steve is a music man, not the bass company. I'm a lyric man, not the whatever lyric man company is. Maybe we should make a Lyric Man company. You heard it here, you heard it first. Jesse suggested we started a company called Lyric Man. On to the last track, track number 15, Gene is Dead. Uh, I gave this 5 out of 5 and recommended it because, again, of the lyrical content. Uh, this is um, a particularly sad song uh, because it is about um, a... Girl uh, committing suicide, I believe. And he says... Whoa, hold on. What? Speaking of suicide, um, it's a pretty dark time today. It is. It actually, a very, very serious moment here on American Bridge. Uh, yeah, which uh, we're going to take a, a this quick is, break. This has actually been the first like very serious moment on American Bridge. Yeah, there's not very many, um, but suicide's a very real thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, obviously, this is a song, so I don't know if he's talking about someone he knows, but... I think um, he is. It probably is. Uh this this might actually date our podcast because we're not going to put this out for it, a couple weeks. It will, but we don't really care. Though, we don't because care because it's worth. Um, it's yesterday, worth I, I'm sure any of you who are listening right now have heard of the band Lincoln Park. Yeah. Uh, their lead singer Chester uh, Chester Bennington committed suicide yesterday, so we're it, it's very fresh for us. Yeah. Um, he was on top of the world right now. His band's still hugely popular. They just released just an album released a couple a months album, ago. Yeah. Um, they were playing. They were, had shows planned with Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. Uh, he hung himself. 
Um, um, yeah, that yeah. that is what the official uh, police report said. Yes. So uh, mental uh, health so is a real thing. Um, depression is real. Um, yeah, it's suicide it's a, happens. It's not a joke at all. It's a very very tough situation. Yeah. Uh, but we wanted to honor him tonight because he he and Linkin Park have come out with amazing music. Yeah. That, did, did you listen to them much? Yeah, I did. I actually did. That was one of the few bands that I'm I. I'm actually surprised that I, that I listened to. Not like religiously, or but like still, a lot. You, you had, but like I, I recognize all their very big songs, and yeah. they're all very good. Yeah, and I, I had quite a few of their CDs growing up. My, my mom was always like, "You shouldn't listen to them. They swear." And I was like, "No, mom, they don't swear." And actually, they didn't swear in those first couple albums. But yeah, um, no, he. Uh, it, was, it was something just got to be too much for him and, and he ended yeah. up and taking his own life and it's just horrible. That's all... And you, you always kind of think that someone that's that successful, that popular can't do it but it was just this past year Robin Williams... Two years ago? Robin Williams committed suicide? Two years suicide. ago, yeah. Just horrible. 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 And so um, here at Bruising Tunes we we raise our glasses. Yeah, so if you're listening and you have... Uh, even if it's just a glass of water or even if you don't have anything to drink raise your hand just raise your hand, glass. yeah. Uh, uh, because he... He ch- produced some amazing material. He influenced and thousands. Influenced thousands, yes. It, so let's raise our glass to exactly. Chester Bennington and um, what, all those who have committed suicide. Let's say it's not the way out. There's better ways, but there's always people who will love you and remember you. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. And we are those people for yes. uh, Chester. So for Chester, uh, yeah. rest in peace, Chester. I'll be listening Cheers. to Lincoln Park for the next week. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Um, what a legacy he left behind. Yeah, definitely. And I know a lot of people go into the whole like uh, debate about what the aftermath and whatnot, but we're not going to go into that here. Yeah. Because I believe, personally, it's not worth arguing. Yeah. Um, it's whether suicide's selfish or whether right, yeah, it could have been prevented. It's, it's not worth arguing. What, what happened for him is done. You can't change that. But for those who are, who are struggling, are struggling though, just talk to someone. And, I mean, that is probably... Could be very tough. Uh, it but, could be yes. It could be very tough, but it can also be the difference. Yeah. So again, this podcast isn't about like bringing people down or anything, but we just wanted to honor uh, Chester um, on this podcast because it is about music, and we do love his music. Yes. And um, it's a it's a great loss for the music community. Definitely, is a huge loss. Suicide, depression, it's real. Talk to someone. Reach out to a friend, even if you don't. We're it's 2017, people. We know that depression and mental health is a thing. Don't be afraid to reach out. And it is exactly like physical health. Yeah, it's it's a real thing. It's not it's made the up. Same exact thing. Don't let anyone tell you it's made up. Don't let anyone tell you. Don't let anyone say to you just power through it. That's not true. Mind it's, over matter. No, it's not. It's, because that's it's not a sickness it of the mind. You can't. It is. Like say you have cancer. You can't say mind over matter with that. So why can you mind over matter with serious depression? I mean, I would like to believe I could, but I can't. But you can't. Yeah. So. That's that's what we said. No. Um, cheers to those who have but, passed. Chester Bennington, yeah, he left Chester, a legacy work. Yeah. Prayers for the family, family for the band members, all band his friends, members, yeah. anyone who's close to him. Uh, it's a real thing. Because I mean, I can't imagine, what, especially like his family or his band members oh, are I, going through. I can't imagine either. It's crazy. Because literally, they just released a really good album. They were on top of the world, yeah. going to play shows. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's crazy. Um, but, but regardless, we're gonna let's move on. We're to gonna this finish song. up this podcast here. Yeah. So again, cheers. Cheers. Cheers Plank. to him. Uh, the last song is called Gene is Dead, and it is about suicide. Uh, his girlfriend, I believe, it seems like they're in high school. Um, his girlfriend commits suicide. He says, one of the lyrics, he says, Wake up early, mad at you, 
go to school, but where are you? Uh, another lyric is, uh, you should have told me I would have helped you, dot, 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 taking you with me or bought you a ring. So... You know what that reminds me it of? seems like he's it seems like he's in a relationship uh, with somebody with a girl named Jean and he's saying like he's it seems like this is just this is a conversation he's having with himself in his head. Well it is, yeah, because you know, obviously about, she's about the aftermath about the But what, what was that what was that happened. first line you said? Um wake up early, mad at you. Uh, after that, I'm sorry. Uh, you go to told school, me. but where are you? You should have told me. That line. Do you know what that reminds me of? No. Frank Turner. Josh, Frank Turner? Song for Josh. Oh, yeah. You're right. Why wouldn't you call That him? is also another song about, mm-hmm. about suicide. That's, that is also... I hate, I hate to drag it back to the point, but... Yeah. Um, our first episode was about Frank Turner, and if you have not checked him out, um, that song is amazing. Yeah. Listen to that album, um, or that podcast, I'm sorry, where we talk about Frank Turner's album, Positive well, also, Songs for Negative also, is it, also that album. Yeah. Listen yeah. to that. Uh, the last song is about a friend who committed suicide. It's a heavy yeah. subject, and that's what this song is talking about, too. It's a very, very heavy subject, and... It's a little bit of a uh, downer to end on, but something that definitely needs to be talked about. Yes, you know, agreed. Um, so I, I really believe that this album is this album is very very good. Uh, Would you give it uh, rating wise? I would probably give it a four out of five. Nice. That's a, um, that's my favorite album from them. I figured you'd like it. I would say GIF. I wouldn't say Chunky GIF. All right, so we're we're both GIFs, but right? We're both GIFs, man. Hey, choosy choosy podcasters, choose GIF, man. Yes, and I choose Jeff Chunky. <laughs> Actually, I, I, choose, I choose Reese's Cups. I choose Jeff Natural Chunky. I choose Reese's Cups. I choose Reese's Cups. You know what? Scratch that. I choose Reese's Cups Big Cup. Extra peanut Whoa. butter. Which is essentially the Reese's Cup egg. You know what I'm talking about. Reese's Cup tree, Reese's Cup egg. Oh, yeah. Reese's Cup pumpkin, anything that's got more, more of that... Delicious peanut Anything butter. Anything that has more of that fake peanut butter in it. Oh, so but, good. You know, I do not choose Reese's Pieces. Dude, Reese's Pieces are the worst. Reese's Pieces do not have chocolate. Reese's Pieces are so bad. But pronunciation uh, aside, <laughs> um, let's let's look for next week. Uh, I got okay, a recommendation yeah. for you. Do, you. do you know what you're going to recommend for me? I sure do. So what is it? It is by a band called Phoenix. Like Phoenix? Uh, they are, I, believe, uh, I believe they're actually from France. Oh, so um, you're, you're sticking with non-American bands? That's fine. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Wait. I'm, I'm just going for non-American bands. I don't, I don't know if that was French. But... Oh, let's uh, grab the uh, baguette and uh, the wine. Oh. And go to the Champs-Élysées with the Phoenix. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, j'aime la musique. Oh, ouais. les poissons, croissants, poissons. Uh. <laughs> anyway, uh, the band is Phoenix, and yep. the album is called Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix. And just a little background. Obviously, that sounds like Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Yes. Um, and so they were like, this is like a childish title for like Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, but Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix. Ha ha ha. So that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Fair enough. What are you going to recommend for me? All right. Um, this album's going to be another slightly old one, but I'm sure you've heard plenty of songs off of this. Oh, I've, I've heard of this band before. Uh, the band is Green Day. The album is Dookie. Dookie! Um, this is a phenomenal uh. album. Uh. Um, it's not their first album, but it's their first big commercial success. Uh, this album is monumental to the form of punk rock because this commercialized punk rock. Okay, I'm very excited for it. Um, this, this helped break through punk rock, so I think you're going to like it. Is this it. before or after Insomniac? Before. Okay, I'm very excited to listen yeah. to it then. 
I remember seeing Phoenix on Saturday Night Live, but I don't know if I liked them or not. They're probably, probably not. saying they're probably saying the song nineteen oh one or something like that. Well, we'll see if I nineteen oh like it. How? <laughs> 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 uh, that was terrible. Yeah, it was a bad joke. That's uh, all right. Let's finish our beers and say we didn't do the magic words earlier, did we? Yeah, we did. Before we do this, I'm going to read didn't. you your uh, essentially. I don't think we did, but I'm going to read you your essentially. Tally. Okay, uh, how many essentially did I say tonight? I think you actually. This is the first time we've I done think the essentially. I cooled tally. it down. He, Jesse cooled it down. He only did it eight times. <laughs> That's past, still a lot. In past episodes, it was probably in the 20s. <laughs> in the 20s, yeah. yeah. But oh, let's, let's finish our brews. Well, hey, final, final thoughts on this beer. Uh, my beer really didn't change. It warmed up a bit, so it wasn't. I'm. This beer is way better cold, I'll say that. Okay. That uh, most sense. lagers, I think, are. Um, but it was still really good. Uh, for years, did it change at all when it got warm? This beer it was so good. It got it just got better as it warmed up. So, shibbity beep it Once again, delicious. My name is Steven Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. And this has been American Brews and Tunes. We'll see you all in two weeks. See you two weeks from now. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity beep a